Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy and welcome back to our podcast. Of course, this is Tuesday and our journey through the steps and my, oh my, time flies when you're having fun and I have been having a blast walking back through these steps. Uh, Today we're on step 10 uh, and it is subtitled uh, Time to Clean House. We continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And the best time to clean house is today. And that's really what Step 10 talks about. Now, if you're new or relatively new to the program uh, or or my podcast or my recovery, you know I'm a big 12-stepper, and I love the plan of recovery. As my sponsor, Will, would say, everything we need to know is in the first 164 pages of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And if you come from an, another uh, 12-step support group, I'm sure you've got incredible support literature. Having been a part of many of them, I understand uh, the materials and the writings and the support, not only uh, in the literature, but also from the individuals. And so hopefully if you do come from another 12-step program or a religious-based program, you will understand what we are trying to get at with our mission of wellness, going from broken to whole as we attempt to do here at The Recovery Guy. Again, my name is Robert, and I am an alcoholic, a drug addict. Uh, I've recovered from bulimia, compulsive overeating, gambling, pornography. I am a blessed, blessed person. And, you know, I love step 10 because it is one of the steps where I live in. So now we're in my wheelhouse. Obviously, steps one through nine are critical. I work with so many individuals, newcomers, individuals that I that I coach as a sober and a life coach. So I'm always working through the steps. But steps 10, 11, and 12, the next three steps we're going to cover uh, today and, and two weeks subsequent, are, are considered to be the maintenance steps. Uh, and step 10 is the first of the maintenance steps. Uh, the most exciting thing about step 10 for me is that it involves an introspective look into ourselves as we would consider our day. I love this step because it's an indication of all the work I needed to do because it says in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous on page 84, you know, by the time I get to this step, for by this time, sanity will have been restored. I've worked through the steps of admitting, of coming to believe and trusting in God and taking the inventory and admitting and the defects of character and the shortcomings that we find in six and seven, made a list of all persons we had harmed in eight, and then go out and try to make direct amends to those individuals. Once I worked through all of those steps to get to a place of recovery, 
Now steps 10, 11, and 12 keep me in that recovered position. So often in social media, I, I see it a lot and gosh, where I'm at in, in uh, TikTok or, or Reddit or, or um, uh, Facebook or Instagram, what have you, they'll say, does it ever get any better? Does the craving, does it ever go away? And actually working the steps, it will. It can take some time. However, it says if we are painstaking about this phase of a development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. It even talks about on page 85 uh, that we feel as though we've been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protective. It says we haven't sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. Isn't that crazy? Don't you just love that? Where we thought we would never escape the grips of our addiction, of our behavior, of that substance that kept pulling us down and pulling us down and pulling us down. And, and I, I liken oftentimes the, the life of the addictive person to trying to body surf in a riptide you know, or being out in the water in a riptide and it's trying to pull us out, it's trying to drown us. And every time we think we're coming up for air, another wave comes in and pulls us down and pulls us down and we get disoriented and we think we're swimming into shore, but we're swimming away from shore and we get caught and we get pulled out and we drown. This is not the case when we work the steps. There is hope, there is light at the end of the tunnel and my friend, it is not a train. And I hope that's good news. It says that the, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. I love this. This is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. Because it does say previous to that, we have entered into the world of the spirit. We are looking at ourselves in a very introspective and spiritual way. And then, of course, after we take that look and do that, that house cleaning that we're going to discuss today, we are then prompted to work and do step 11 and, and sought through prayer and meditation. And we'll talk about that next week. And it says that it's easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and the rest of our laurels says, though, that we're headed for trouble if we do, because alcohol or drugs or the behavior is a very subtle foe. I once was told by Tom Bennett, dear, dear friend of mine, he said alcoholism or addiction is the only disease known to man that will tell you you don't have it. Think about that for a moment while I drink a cup, a sip of coffee here. Again, addiction or alcoholism is the only disease known to man that will tell you you don't have it. And that is why we minimize, we rationalize, and we deny, oh, I'm not bad. I don't have a problem. If you had my boss or my spouse or my condition, you would be this way too, right? It is a disease of denial. Denial will kill a person of addiction quicker than the substance itself would because that's what gets us carried away. Again, as the Japanese phrase goes, 
First a man takes a drink, then the drink takes the drink, and then the drink takes the man. If we are not careful, addiction, alcohol, drugs, other behavior is very subtle because it will tell us we are okay as we are dying. I love in step 10 in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous where it says every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. Don't you love that? Prior to that, it says, what we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. I love that as well. We have entered into the spirit realm. So as we look and break down step 10 again, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. I love this portion. One of the things that I was taught by by Will, my sponsor, who was my dear friend since my inception into the program, I've known Will Kessler since uh, February of 1986 when I first walked into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous and at the turning point in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, just coming out of treatment. And, and Will was good friends of my sponsor, Jack. And so when Jack passed away a couple of years ago with 44 years of personal recovery, it seemed natural that I would ask Will to be my sponsor because he has known me for so long and was so uh, such an incredible contributor into my understanding of what true recovery is all about. So one of the things that Will taught me, and, and you know, I'm not here to debate with you, um, but for me in my recovery, uh, I don't need to go back and do any of the other steps, providing I don't relapse, and I have no intention to because I'm taking advantage of that daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition. So what I do is step 10. And step 10, and I've been taught and I believe and I teach this, and again, if someone wants to go back and do the steps, I will help them. But I don't think it's necessary for if we've been restored to sanity at this point, why do I need to go back, right? If my desire is to continue to climb up, why do I need to come back down and visit the rung on step two if everything is fine? The view from the top and I'm leaning against the right wall as Zig Ziglar and Stephen Covey would teach me then I don't need to climb down the ladder. I just need to keep climbing and Maslow and the, and the, uh, uh, the uh, actualization and the theory of continuing to climb and realizing more full self. <coughs> Excuse me. So, but I love this here. It says continued to take personal inventory. So step 10 is a continuation of steps one through nine. That's the implication. That is the grammar. If, if I'm just starting step 10, but I'm asked to continue, how can I continue to, to take step 10 if I haven't taken it? It must be in reference to the preceding steps. And every one of those steps is an inventory step. We're taking an inventory in step one to see if I'm really powerless in the unmanageability of my life. And step two, I'm wondering, am I really insane and do I need to be restored? Step three, why would I need to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as we understood him? Step four is an obvious inventory step because it's telling me to take a personal inventory. Step five is, is that inventory spoken 
to to another human being and and saying it out loud to God is in a prayer format or a confession. And of course, myself, I can do that verbally or non-verbally. Six and seven inventories as well regarding defects of character and shortcomings. Steps eight and nine, right? I'm taking my inventory again as to people I have harmed. Step nine, I'm speaking that inventory as I go and ask their forgiveness. So in step 10, I'm continuing, right? Do you feel me? Continue to take personal inventory. Why? Because I want to know where I am at. I want to know what I'm like. I want to know where my business is, right? Any inventory will always take, any business will always take an inventory because it needs to see where it's at. It needs to see where it's deficient, what it needs to order, what's going on with the cost. Is everything balancing out? Am I getting more than I invested? Any business will tell you that. And our life needs to be operated the same way. I need to know that I'm not mistaking, as Zig would say, not mistaking activity for accomplishment. So if I feel that I'm busy, that I'm doing all these things, and yet I don't see me getting anywhere, this is one of the things that I find out. And I find out why I'm not getting there. And I try to be more productive. Built into this step, you're going to really like this a lot. Built into the step itself is what is called the spot check. So I continue to take personal inventory. And when we were wrong, promptly admitted it, right? Promptly admitted it. Why is it so important to promptly, right? It doesn't say if you were wrong, right? Because we know we're going to be. If I'm wrong, implies that I may not be wrong in the course of my day or my life. Well, I know that. I've been restored to sanity. I know that I do make mistakes along the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just means that we're not in denial and that we're breathing, right? If I admit I make a mistake, it just means I'm understanding my humanity, right? That I will make mistake. Doesn't mean I intended to make the mistake. Doesn't mean I like to make the mistake. It just means that my humanity indicates that I will make mistakes along the way. So I continue to take the personal inventory, which means I need to own it. I'm not taking your inventory. I'm not taking the circumstances inventory. I am taking a personal inventory. So when I look at a situation, when I'm doing a spot check, and we'll cover this in a few more minutes, Um, I'm not looking to see where you were wrong. That's not for me, right? That is not for me to, to determine where you were at in the circumstance or situation. I need to take a personal inventory and understand where my participation came into play. And when we were wrong, because we know we're going to be, we promptly admit it. And I'll cover that shortly as well. So within, built into this step uh, is the spot check, which during the course of my day, I can look and see, because we do get that vibe, don't we? Don't, Don't we know when we're feeling a little imbalanced that a conversation, a situation that may not have turned out the way we wanted it to, and it got us a little sideways, and why are we feeling that way? Sometimes we can't completely resolve it, but we can identify it and 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 dog-ear the page for later on in the day. Then, of course, we have the end-of-day checkup. I might have 
a spot check three times, four times throughout my day. Depending upon the type of day I'm having, I might have some disruption where I need to check myself, do that check up from the neck up, right? Throughout the course of my day. So like if we're going off the side of the road, when is it time to correct our steering? Do we wait till we crash? No, that's probably too late. We correcting as we go, right? When we're going down the road, not every road is even. Sometimes we're turning left. Sometimes we're turning right. Sometimes there's other traffic that things that impede our progress. So we're making constant adjustments as we evaluate throughout our physical day. Here we're doing this on an emotional, spiritual, mental way, even a physical way, if I eat the wrong thing and I think, oh, I probably shouldn't eat too much of that and so on. I don't do rice very good. So I really have to do a spot check. I mean, and that's where it comes down to. So if you need to understand it from a practical standpoint, you know, find out where you're at so you can at least understand it. We're mostly talking about the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual realm here. So I'm going to do a spot check, right? And find out if I need to make an adjustment. Again, if I can't make the adjustment till later, so be it. But at least I understand why I'm a little sideways. Then we have the end of the day checkup. Then we have a periodic checkup, maybe once a week once a month, then it's included a semi-annual or an annual house cleaning where we're going in and really doing like on a retreat or other type of some real sponsor work where I sit down with Will or or like I do as a life coach and I really break things down to see exactly where I may be at or one of the people that I'm coaching where they happen to be at. It is within this personal look that we reconcile our present. One of the most solidly wise and yet simple things that Slow Will taught me was if we clear away the wreckage of our present, which we're doing in step 10, it doesn't become a problem or the wreckage of our past right? It says, clear away the wreckage of your past in the, in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. Give freely of what you find and join us. So in steps one through nine, I'm clearing away the wreckage of my past. Now in step 10, as I continue, as things pop up, there may be some things that I need to clear up from my past that I didn't recognize or didn't understand the damage or didn't remember. So I need to clean those up as I continue to go residual uh, uh, effects that I didn't know affected, but now I realize that they do. Um, but it's mainly designed to clear away the things as they come up in the course of my life. So I'm clearing away the wreckage of my past. Then I clear away the wreckage of my present so it doesn't become the wreckage of my past. Does that make sense to you? Hey, before we go on to the next six things, I want to just shout out to you real quick. Um, go to Twitter. Uh, at Recovery Guy 1986, based on what you're going to hear in this podcast. So I'm going to tell you one thing real quick, and then you need to do this through Twitter. We were we are running a March promotion. We are giving away four prizes. The top two winners will receive a Fire Amazon HD 8-inch tablet. Very cool. The next prize will be a $50 Visa gift card. And the next prize will be a 32-ounce Yeti 
uh, Rambler Tumbler, which are really cool to keep things cool. And so what you're going to need to do, you're going to need to retweet every one to maximize your points, every one of the podcasts from March, there will be nine, and you'll need to follow me on Twitter at RecoveryGuy1986. That is my Twitter feed. You can find me on the major podcast channels. You can find me. It'll be published on Twitter. So retweet the podcast, follow me, and at the end of the month, April 6th, uh, we will announce the winner of the four prizes Thank you very much. If you're looking also for a life coach or a sober coach, let me know what that looks like. You can find me on recovery underscore guy, um, the recovery guy on Facebook, and of course, recoveryguy.org. Thank you for that little sidebar. Now, let's get back on track. Here are some things that I include, and you may want to examine and include these things. This is what really incorporates or encompasses my 10th step every day. And this is some of the things that Will taught me and other people, Texas Mike, and of course, Jack, uh, my sponsor, um, were influential to taught me along the way, Buddy and Eddie and, and Scott, they're still doing these things. So here are some of the things, and then I'll walk back through them. How did my day start? How did I wake up? How did I start my day? Big indicator. What was my attitude toward others? Now, outside of uh, how did I start my day, these can come in any order. And by the way, they will be in the notes uh, at the at, uh, for this podcast. So how, what was my attitude towards others? Was there any disagreements where difficulty arose? How was I received by others? Number five, did I feel balanced throughout my day? And number six, how did my day end? So let's walk back through these one at a time and take a little glimpse of them. And these are areas that you may want to include. If you've got your own regimen, that's fantastic. It's not so much as what you do or how you do your inventory, but that you are fearless and thorough that you take a personal inventory. Don't take my inventory. Well, if you do, I don't mind you taking my inventory. You're just not allowed to use it against me, right? Uh, and that's a great rule to have. But these are the things, personal inventory, find out what your involvement is, and then wherever correction needs to be done, let's make that correction. So how did I start my day? It is so important, and and I love the approach to the day. This is the new day, right? The dawning of the day. Am I waking up refreshed? Did I get rest or did I just get sleep, right? One of the things that I've learned is just because I'm sleeping does not mean I got rest. Rest is not necessarily, it's kind of like quantity and quality. Just because I have quantity doesn't mean I have quality right? Same thing with rest. So how did I start my day? How did I start it? Did I, did I wake up anticipating? Was my mind clear? Do I have a good perspective? If I find myself off balance, I need to take a few minutes. I need to take a few extra minutes. Even if you don't think you have these minutes in the morning, take them in the morning because it could save you hours in the course of your day, 
right? If I start out with a clean slate, the likelihood is cleaning my slate throughout my day will become easier. But if I start out my day and I have not reconciled the previous day, guess what? I'm bringing yesterday into today, right? And and what is it said? This is a little off color, but that's okay. Um, if I have one foot in yesterday and one foot in today, I urinate all over myself, right? Or one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow, I urinate all over. However you have heard it, I need to keep things in the now. I need to keep things fresh. I need to keep it in perspective. And how I start my day helps me do that. The next thing is, how is my attitude toward others? So I get up in the morning and Laura is there, or if my grandkids are there, or if my kids spend the night, or we have company, how am I interacting already with others? Certainly in the life of Laura, my significant other, my partner, my wife, uh, for over 31 years, right? How is my attitude toward her? That's usually a good indicator of where I'm going. Obviously, with Laura being my best friend, if I'm a little sideways, I, with her, I need to clean up my act. I need to address some things. So how is my attitude toward others when I go into the office, when I'm driving down the road, which I'm not really a very good, I'm not as patient as I ought to be with other drivers, and I need to pay attention to that, right? And then was there any disagreements where difficulty arose? This is so important where I check myself. How am I interacting with things I can control and most importantly with things I can't control? That's really going to be the play where my responsibility comes into play. Obviously, if it's something I can control, I need to control it, I need to fix it, and I need to move on. But more importantly, you know, I'm powerless. You know, at last acceptance seemed to be the answer right? When I'm sideways, when I'm upside down, when I find myself disagreeable, it's because I find something I'm disagreeable with. And until I come back into agreement, I will continue to have a problem. So resolving any disagreements with others, and this is sometimes where that spot check really comes into play. Be sensitive to ourself and our surroundings and others throughout the course of our day. How was I received by others? What is their perception of me? Because even though I might say, well, that's on them. Hey, perception is reality. And, and if I hear it from one person, that's one thing that may be on them. But if I'm not received or perceived by others in the light that I want to, I might need to put a mirror on me exactly and look at myself. What needs to be corrected? What needs to be fixed? These are things that I can do throughout my day, but I'm also running through these things as I'm taking my inventory and recollecting my day at the end of my day. Number five, do I feel balanced throughout my day? This is a real biggie. You know, if we're sensitive, if we're, if we're paying attention, if we're caring, if we're sharing, if we're, if we're looking for feedback to see how we're received by others, this is a really big deal. And if we feel out of balance, why? What is it about this circumstance? Is it affecting me mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? What is that What is that emotion? Why do I feel out of balance? What do I need to do to get right again? I mean, why wait till the end of the day if we can turn it around 
now. If I've got five hours left in my day, why would I put it off? I might just do a temporary fix and address it more fully later, but let's get back on track. Let's, let's see how balanced we are throughout our day. And then most importantly, how did my day end? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I uncomfortable? Where am I at? Am I at peace? Do I find it easy to get rest? Now, if I do, I got to be careful that I'm just not in denial or minimizing something. I still need to go through this checklist to find out where I'm at, where are my encounters. And if you've got a checklist of your own, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We need to do these things. I need to look and examine how did I start my day? What was my attitude toward others? Was there any disagreements where difficulty arose? How was I received by others? That's a biggie. Because I trust others to tell me the truth. And just because they, they could be wrong in their perception, again, perception is reality. How am I portraying myself? Right? I know I can't be all things to all people at all times, but I need to pay attention. And again, as I said before, if if I'm there, I'm 50% wrong. So don't always look to affix the blame on how you receive. Hey, what's wrong with them? I was being nice. I was being this. I was being that. But was there a tone? Was there an expression? Was there a word? What was it about me? Again, I need to take my own inventory. Doesn't mean I'm going to be wrong. But I need to look at myself because I'm looking in one area and I may think that this needs to be fixed or this was a reaction, but in all likelihood, it, it could have been something else. And then finally, how did I end my day? How did I feel balanced throughout my day? How did I end my day? I need to look at those things and by examining these basic questions, I can address my day during and after the fact to determine my next step, which is promptly admit, make the proper correction, and move forward. By doing this daily, I mean every day, seven days a week, it's a full-time job. Sometimes it's deeper than others, but I do this every single day. I've learned how to do this in my almost 35 years of personal recovery. This is something that I've taught to do. I've completed steps one through nine, at, at about nine months of sobriety after I came back after my relapse, April 25th of 1986, completed those nine steps. And I can honestly tell you that almost without fail, I have done this step every single day. That's like 12,000 minus the, you know, minus the 180 days or whatever it was, or, or uh, 210 days. I've done this probably 12,000 500 times and it still works. Obviously, I'm clean and sober, so something's working and I'm working the steps, right? The maintenance steps of 10, 11, and 12. Again, by doing this daily and making the proper adjustments along the way, I am likely to live a balanced life. And coming from where we come from as upside down, not only in balance, but upside down, isn't living a balanced life refreshing? Hey, I hope you enjoyed Step 10, Time to Clean House. 
Let me know what I can do to assist you, to encourage you. Again, I'm going through this primarily using the 12 and 12. I just sent out another 12 and 12 to my friend in South Africa. Let me know what I can do. If you need an electronic copy, a Kindle, let me know. If you want a hard copy, let me know that as well. You don't even need to explain. You just need to DM me or message me through my website and say, hey, Rob, would you send me a 12 and 12? And it's done. The beauty of Amazon and uh, and that type of media means I can get a book to you rather quickly. So thank you so much for continuing to uh, to be a promoter of this. Please make sure you share, you like, you tell a friend, you comment, you subscribe. It helps more than I could ever express. Continue to support this ministry through patreon.com forward slash recovery guy. Venmo at recover at Robert hyphen pardon hyphen three. Thank you so much for your for your letters, for your comments, through your shares, everything that you do to promote what we're doing here at Recovery Guy. And as always, my name is Robert and I am the Recovery Guy.